Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to an Everything Iconic Pop Dive with me, Danny Pellegrino, where my guests and I deep dive into iconic pop culture. Today we are diving into the life and work of Queen Tyra Banks. Born on December 4th, 1973 in Inglewood, California, Tyra Lynn Banks became an international fashion model and the first black woman to land on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. She's won two Daytime Emmy Awards for her self-titled talk show, hosted America's Next Top Model, and currently hosts America's Got Talent, taking over for Nick Cannon. She's launched a successful acting career in films and TV, such as Coyote Ugly, Life Size, Love and Basketball, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and so much more. I invited my friend and Tyra superfan Annabelle DeSisto over to talk about Tyra's most memorable moments in television and film, her pop culture impact, and so much more. Her contributions to society are so vast that we had to cut this into two parts. This is part one of an Everything Iconic pop dive into Tyra Banks. So sit back, relax, and be quiet, Tiffany, as we explore Tyra Banks' most iconic moments. (laughs) This is stupid. (laughs) Tiffany, I'm extremely disappointed in you. This is a joke to you. You've been through anger management. You've been through your grandmother getting her lights turned off to buy you a swimsuit for this competition. And you go over there and you joke and you laugh. This is serious to these girls. And this should be serious to you. Looks can be deceiving. I'm hurt. I am. But I can't change it, Tyra. I've been... Yes, you can. You can't change what? I'm sick of crying about stuff that I cannot change. I'm sick of being disappointed. I'm sick of all of it. I'm not. Thank you. You're sick of being disappointed, Tiffany. Obviously, I am. No, you're not. If you were sick of being disappointed, you would stand up and you would take control of your destiny. Do you know that you had a possibility to win? Do you know that all of America is rooting for you? Do you know that? And then you come in here and you treat this like a joke? You come in here and look at that and say, I can't read that? You read 10 times better than half of those girls over there. You did. You did. And you come in here with a defeatist attitude. I don't have a bad attitude. Maybe I am angry inside. I've been through stuff, so I'm angry. Yes, but it's not, this is not, be quiet, Be quiet! That's what is wrong with you. Stop it! I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. When my mother yells at this, it's because she loves me. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you learn something from this? When you go to bed at night, you lay there and you take responsibility for yourself. Because nobody's going to take responsibility for you. You roll in your eyes and you act like this because you've heard it all before. You've heard it all before. You don't know where the hell I come from. You have no idea what I've been through. But I'm not a victim. I grow from it and I learn. Take responsibility for yourself. Okay, you guys, I'm here with Annabelle DeSisto, of course, of Adderall and Compliments. I love you so much, and I'm so excited that you're here. 
You'll have to excuse me. I think I'm coming down with something. When you came over, I explained to you that I was at The Quiet Woman from The Real Housewives of Orange County this week, and I was trying to imitate Kelly Dodd in the window, like I was putting my lips on the window, and I definitely caught something from that. Then, like, if you have to catch something from anywhere, (laughs) wouldn't you want to do it from, like, doing the Home Alone face on The (laughs) Quiet Woman window? Right, 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 right. I'm sorry, my, it was my baby stripper voice like screeching into no. the mic. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I am such an uber swim fan of oh. you. And I literally like peer pressured bullied you into being like, I'm coming over to talk about no. pop culture dive. Well, wait, let me back up for a second. So I was like, I want you to come and do a pop dive. And then I asked you like some topics. I was like, what are you interested in pop culture wise? You know, and you immediately said Tyra Banks. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, was like, well, we have to do a Coyote Ugly pop dive. Coyote Ugly is like one of my favorite movies. It's and, and so you, good. You said it best. It's like really bad, but so good. Exactly. It's right. my favorite movie is like any movie that's like been nominated for an Academy Award besides like A Fish Called Wanda. Like I don't like because <laughs> it normally involves like war or seriousness, some type of like illness or anything. But I'm like, no, any movie that's nominated for an Academy Award, I normally hate or don't see. Any movie that's been nominated or won a Razzie, I'm like, it's my favorite movie. Right. I have it on DVD. <laughs> I like a rewatchable thing, like, and also something that's kind of quiet, like that. I don't like something with sound effects that like disturb my slumber. Like, if I'm able to take a nap during it, I don't want to be woken by like an explosion. You know what I mean? Like that's why. By I- any morning zoo, like radio sounds, <laughs> right. like I don't want to wake up to a like, bang, right? Like, a like loud- a no sound effects. I like You've Got Mail is my favorite movie, and I always love that. I can like fall asleep after it, like the Christmas scenes, and then I wake up like in time for spring. Yeah. And it's like, I don't ever feel like I'm going to be awoken by anything. Yeah. Even the annoying, even his, like what his niece, Annabelle is like, they only say like, Singing. even when they're like being annoying kids, they're just like F O X. Like they're spelling it like so politely. And like right. their version of like kids. I'm like, Oh, I wouldn't hate kids. If like all of them were like that and more like right. nice collared shirts I know. and weren't <laughs> sticky. F O X. Anyway. Um, Oh, so I texted you and I was like, let's do a pop dive. And you said Tyra Banks. And so immediately I said, yeah, Coyote Ugly. And then you started texting me like memorable Tyra clips <laughs> from like all over the place. And it sold me. Like immediately I was like, oh yeah, we have to just do Tyra in general. <laughs> I felt so bad because I just started manically texting you just YouTube clips. And you're, I felt like so bad. I'm like, you're probably out with your friends. And you're like, God, I regret giving this girl my number. She's just like blowing up your phone. Like I'm like with some Persian guy you met at a club who like bought you a drink like five years ago and they still text you. <laughs> no, are you kidding? I loved it. I was in bed and I was just laughing hysterically. And of course she has so many memorable pop culture moments. She has done a lot of acting. I use that term loosely. Like <laughs> she, she's done some acting, but so I want to run through. We're gonna kind of go through all of Tyra, like her. Of course, she has the supermodel side of her, and we'll talk a little bit about that towards the end. But I want to talk more about the like general pop culture stuff. So like the talk show stuff, the next top model, and the film roles. <laughs> and I want to get your take. So first of all, I think like her most memorable pop culture moment, if you will, like the thing that sort of lived on the most. Is her America's Next Top Model, Be Quiet Tiffany speech. Now, Tiffany was originally a season three contestant. She got eliminated and then they asked her to come back for cycle four in 2005. See, I did my research. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a double elimination. So they let go of two people that day. And it was Tiffany and someone else. So Tiffany did not give Tyra the exit response that Tyra wanted. And Tyra lost it. This moment to me sort of en- encapsulates like the whole Tyra brand because it's like batshit crazy. 
But, like, also a little bit empowering and, like, a little, you know, it's like, she's doing it for a reason, you know what I mean? That's like, it's all of Tyra wrapped into one. I think that's the most perfect description you could give that because you're (laughs) absolutely right. I would have never thought of it that way, but it's so true. That is absolutely so spot on because it's so overdramatic. It's so over the top. It is, like, female empowering and trying to inspire, but it's mostly wrapped up in herself. Right. Like right. brought back to her, which is, I think the looking back at any Tyra Banks moment, that's what all of them are. <laughs> all about her. Right. Right. She starts just laying into this girl. And then of course we all remember the be quiet, Tiffany. And all of that. And Tiffany was, she was 21 or early twenties at the time. She was a former stripper. She was on drugs before she started this. She said, I feel so bad for sorry i feel yeah. so bad for this girl because tiffany did what like i would i mean if you know my bar was on modeling classes had paid off i could have gotten <laughs> to america's next top model which they clearly did not um but if like i would have had like that same response when she was eliminated she's like went over to the group you know when they do their goodbyes and like the other girls like pretend to hug them and be sad and they're like ha bitch i'm like one step closer but like she just like the other girl was like crying the other girl was like this like really she was the girl who fainted also that season right and so she's like crying, but Tiffany's like making a joke out of it, like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, just like kind of like shrugging her shoulders and laughing. And like Tyra takes that as like the biggest disrespect of like if she like flipped her like the double bird, like right. F like fuck you, like screw you, Nigel, screw you, Mrs. J, Mr. J, <laughs> suck it. Like she didn't do any of that. She was just no. kind of like And she didn't seem like not upset. I mean she didn't she was of course wasn't like crying and everything, but she wasn't like that, you know. I don't know. It was just like such an overreaction from Tyra. And of course, just amazing though. Like it was amazing TV. That that gift like still lives on. That's like a very common gift. And like, I right. feel people repeat that like, and don't even necessarily like know what it's from. They're just used to like hearing it of like, how dare you? I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? <laughs> I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Learn something from this. Learn something, Learn something from, from this. this. Be quiet, Tiffany. Be quiet. Stop it! She just screams so loud. And then Tiffany's like, all of them on stage are like, oh. I know. And there was uh, reports that it was actually much longer. Like, Tyra's tirade was much longer than what was And I'm like, where where is that? (laughs) I don't understand. Like, why are, like, they're, like, make such a big deal out of, like, releasing, like, found footage of, like, ooh, an extra two seconds of a Marilyn Monroe movie. Like, that they're, like... This is what we need. America needs that. And I'm just like, okay, but what about this? We have this in color, readily available on the CW. (laughs) Why? Where is it? Where is it? I would rather see that than any fucking Riverdale or whatever they're playing now, whatever vampire teen. This is a case for the FBI. We need it. (laughs) Like Kris Jenner. This is a case for the FBI. We need the whole unedited uh, footage from this. I was also reading that this was the year. So Cycle 4 was the year that Tyra started her talk show. And so apparently, like, Tyra was doing more of, like, trying to be inspirational to young girls because she was starting her talk show. And so apparently, like, produce I, I forget if it was a producer or someone had said that, you know, Tyra was, you know, playing this up a little more than she had usually done. And so that was a little bit of the impetus for why she maybe went a little bit overboard. But again, it was also sort of, it was sort of empowering. Like, what she, the purpose of what she was saying was to try to motivate this girl 
again, it was just all about Tyra. Yeah, when she was like, when my mama yells at me like this, it's because she loves me. <laughs> you don't know what the hell I've been through. You don't know where I'm from. <laughs> and I'm like, actually, you went to the Sacred Heart in California. It's actually a very expensive private school. Because on that murder tour I was telling you about, they drove by and they were like, this is the Sacred Heart private school. And I'm like, Tyra Banks went there. <laughs> I'm like, why isn't that a main stop on this tour? Do you think that speech or that tirade against Tiffany, do you think that was more maternal or more degrading? Like where, or in the middle? I think it was more maternal because, I mean, she was trying to, she was trying to make a point and make it better. And she seemed to like really care about this girl. And I apologize like to your audience. And like, I, even with a microphone in front of me, I'm still like, I have to yell like I'm in a stadium. Like, I don't know why I'm like, always like, that's my regular level of talking. It was so it was so empowering, but yeah, I think she went a little a little bit hard, a little right. bit too far. Right. But then also, that's probably the nicest thing Janice Dickinson has ever said. Like Janice Dickinson <laughs> would never be as nice as Tyra was in like that moment. <laughs> you know what? Who were your favorite judges on Top Model? Did you were you a Top Model fan? I love Top Model, right. and I mean, now I kind of felt like it became like the now like CD series where now yeah. it's like America's Next Top Model cycle four hundred and seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I watched. I probably watched like the first like eight seasons like yeah. i mean i i watched it until she left i think after the guy season okay no then i stopped watching before okay. the guy season. they did like a guy season i remember that one and then i i stopped after tyra left that uh, that time like which was sort of recent-ish and then rita or hosted it and then tyra came back but i haven't watched that the, i got very she- excited i mean i didn't watch her season but i got very excited when i saw that rita or was doing something i'm like good because now i can explain like why i know you because for some like i know what you look like i know your name and you are everywhere but like no one's like what is she doing i'm like i don't know even like on fashion police when joan was still alive like rita or would be in like the episode like every week and like Every every week, we would, I would just like submit a bunch of jokes of like I don't know, who, like Joan had no idea who she you was. You worked for Fashion Police, yes, and Joan Rivers, yes, and yeah, she like hated Rita. Ora. Oh my god, I love that. God, um, I miss Joan. And then Tyra like was really, really was like breaking, you know, the glass ceiling for um, shorter women, where she's like, this season we're doing something that has never been done before in the modeling <laughs> world. We are doing a short person season. <laughs> So we are allowing girls who are five seven and five eight. <laughs> like she thought she was like doing like Little Women LA right. like, before everyone else did. <laughs> she, that's, she, the, I mean, that's the official title. I'm not being that's no. I know. I, okay. watch, I watch Little Women Atlanta. I know the Little Women. Okay, I, know. I didn't want like my. Mom. I've had a Little Woman on this show before. One of the. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Am I using the brag. same mic? <laughs> not to Can brag. I put my mouth on this? Like how you did at the Quiet Woman. Not to brag, but I did have Miss Juicy on this program before. I got so excited. I waited an hour and a half to do her interview. Like, she was, like, keeping me late. <laughs> keeping you in she your was place. My, like, you know your uh, Ramona experience? Like, yeah. mine was Miss Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, was not, I was not going to not do that interview. Oh, no. I mean, I would have waited a day and a half. Just, like, I got to so excited when I moved to my new apartment complex. There, it's, like, a freakishly long, like, shining long hallway. And at the end, my mom got so excited. And she's like, I think the cast of, like, I think one of the That's girls fine. from, like, Little Women LA is like, oh. and, you, and I got so excited. I'm like, no, it's just because the death perceptions, because the hallway is so long. <laughs> but I got so excited. I'm like, ah, oh, this person is just a regular person. Uh, You're not on TV. Those, those shows are good. Like, I feel like they don't get enough credit. The Little Women shows on Lifetime, they're no, good. I considered paying $75 for one of their cameos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some other amazing moments from America's Next Top Model. First of all, I loved when Tyra would make people cut their hair. Do you remember in the early seasons, like the girls would go nuts when they would have to cut their hair? Oh, that was my, those were always my favorite episodes because the makeover episode, that is when you would see complete 
meltdowns. And that's I what I would always joke about when I would like have to get my like haircut like an inch. And I'm like, I'm not going to have America's Next Top Model meltdown. And then I would like always would. But it's like what she did to those girls watching their reactions. It's like like they were all doing like recreations, but more over the top of like Vicky's scene where she finds out her mom's died, her mom died while she's in the oh, kitchen, right. like during a bunko party when they were just like, God, like they completely right. melt down. And also like, I feel bad. Like half of them are like having their hair, like bleached off their head and they're like I know. sizzling. Even the guys, I remember like at one point they, she made like one of the guys, I might be getting this wrong a little bit, but she made one of the guys shave his face and then like patched hair on him. <laughs> Did she, like, like Merkin, but yeah, on like, his he face. like he put like some. They, she put something on to give him a beard, and it looked ridiculous. And I remember just thinking, like, what? Why do are you doing this? <laughs> I always felt bad for like the one girl who was like, and Cassandra, you're getting bangs, and like, right. and so like one girl would get bangs, and then she was like, Sarah. We are shaking, shaving your head into a mohawk. <laughs> the, like, Wait, what? Like, what is this one? I was watching clips and there was this one girl that, you know, they made her cut her hair. She cut it, had to dye it blonde, like real short. And she was devastated. She hated it. And then she, they wanted to cut it even more. Like it was already cut most of the way. And she's like, I'm leaving the show. So she had already had to go through that. And then she voluntarily left the show. However, I learned then as I was reading, I was like reading the YouTube comments. And that woman married Stephen Amell from Arrow. So, so she's Good doing for, fine. Wow, that haircut worked out for her. And also some of these girls, they're like, during their audition, they're like, this is my first time seeing an airplane. Like they're right. fr- like, they make like Britney from Vanderpump Rules, like seem like the most New York big city girl. Like they're like, have never seen a moving car. And so this is like their first haircut that isn't like at, you know, super cuts or like with a bowl in like their mom's kitchen. And they're like, <laughs> like lose it. They like cannot handle it. So good. It's so good. Uh, Tyra also, of course, made the term ho, but make it fashion. Oh, yes. That's still like a thing in our public consciousness. Most modeling is kind of acting like a ho, but making it fashion. Ho, but then make it fashion. When she is wearing, I believe that's where Lala took her inspiration for the Bahamas trip, where Lala's wearing that giant headscarf around her head, where she looks like a fortune teller in those giant hoops. Where Yeah, that was one of Tyra's biggest you know, fashion moments. And I'm like, I've learned way more from Tyra than I've ever learned from Anna Wintour, or Andre Leon Talley. And she's like, oh, but make it fat. And I'm like, I had no idea just to make it fashion, you have to have my regular posture, which is of a gargoyle hanging <laughs> off a cathedral. And I'm like, how is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> This whole episode is just going to be me cackling into the mic of laughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, Annabelle, I couldn't post it because it was terrible. But I just... <laughs> Whitney's going to be editing this. She's going to be like, your audio was hot. <laughs> Uh, anyway, she also did smize, of course, smize. She made smizing into the public consciousness. And she made that's so smart. many words happen. And I feel like <laughs> one of my one of my favorite movies starring her, I really feel like they really missed a great opportunity by not calling it life smize. Life Why sm- call it life size? They're coming out with a sequel. Life, life smize. Life size two, life smize. I don't know. And I'm like, what? A, what a mistake! Like that was so easy. That was right in front, right of, in front you. of them. I know. I know. We're going to talk about life size in a minute. Uh, also, from a next top model, she had, of course, her debut single, "Shake Your Body." Which do you remember that song? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> and they got to be like in the music video. That was. <laughs> I was so confused. So I was looking at IMDb facts on Tyra Banks. And one of the things said that she paid 30 grand for this video. 
And then I, but I, it was on America's Next Top Model. So I'm like, why was Tyra paying out of her pocket 30 grand? Like, why wasn't UPN or CW paying? I think CW was like, listen, we'll pay for a lot of terrible things. We draw the line. Yeah. We'll play, you know, sister, sister reruns at 10 a.m. That's fine with residual. But we have to draw a line somewhere and we are not supporting your song rap career. Because it's like, she was really serious about like going into singing. And then I remember, I think she had to like, it was like her version of like eating crow and her like, talk show i remember she had to bring it up or she's like you know i had to accept that my singing career wasn't gonna like i wanted to go into singing and it didn't work i think that song was a bop i don't know why it didn't hit but i definitely downloaded watching and i'm like um i feel like this is like what willa ford wanted to be right like this is a good this is a good how, wait, song how dare you speak ill of my willa ford <laughs> <laughs> did you understand like, that this- was one of my favorite songs of all time you're like this is over that's a wrap on Annabelle. I love Willa Ford. I've been trying to get her on this show for a Willa Ford. She was my dive. Uber driver on the way here, so I'm pretty sure it's possible. I've been in touch with her about doing this program, and uh, Willa, please don't let this discourage you. <laughs> if you're listening to this in your Uber, <laughs> if you're if driving you're, around town. I was going to say, if your Uber acts, if your iPod Classic is still working, you were able to download this. And if anyone's listening to this in an Uber with Will as their driver, please do not tell her. <laughs> rate it five stars and in your review, please rate. Subscribe to Dan. Like, you know, do you ever rate anyone under five stars in Uber? No. Even if they've tried to talk to me, I still rate them like five stars. But I'm just like, oh, never. I've only right. ever rated somebody one star. And that was because we got into like literally like a screaming match. And it was like a fight between me and him of like who could rate each other lower the fastest. Oh, my God. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I'm a Libra, so I've never rated under five stars because I want everyone to like me. And it's a I feel like if problem. they ran over your foot and threw up in you, you'd be like six stars. Is six 100%. stars possible? Like, oh, 100%. Like I would be so apologizing to them. I'd you're be like, the oh, nicest I'm so sorry. person. It's <laughs> so weird. It's, no, it's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, cut that out. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got to talk about one more moment from Next Top Model. And that is when Tyra pretended to faint. It was like an acting challenge. Do you remember this moment? Yes. And she's wearing the sky top, like a, Holy a shit. Real Housewife of OC top. And oh. she's sitting on the couch with them and she's she's going to give them like a speech on or advice about like go sees or something. I've been working so hard. I'm so tired, you guys. So I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't mean to be all weak in front of you, but I'm just so lightheaded. Somebody bring some water. I'm all right. Oh, no! 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 <laughs> oh, I've been working all day. I'm sorry. And like keeps like so putting good. her hands like on her head and they're like, oh, Tyra, you know, and then just like out of nowhere, she just like she's been like hit with a like tranquilizer dart and she just like collapses. <laughs> it's just like when she does these bits both on Top Model or on her talk show, like these bits, like they're so fucking bizarre. <laughs> like They're so bizarre. And anyone else, like I feel like an Oprah or like someone else, maybe like one of her contemporaries, not that Oprah's one of her contemporaries, but like any, I'm trying to think of <laughs> Oprah who, wishes. Who, who, you know, who would be one of her contemporaries? I can't even think of someone, but I feel like they would, like the producers would say, Hey, Ty- Tyra, like walk in and do this. And 
anyone else would be like, no, that seems crazy. <laughs> or I can't believably do that. Tyra is so, I her dedication to physical comedy, I feel Better, like we. Lucille Ball wishes. I was, exactly. I'm like, um, Kristen Wiig, Molly Shannon. <laughs> try to learn from the master, okay? Because she was so, like, she was so dedicated where she would just like literally like fall on the floor and like the girls were like freaking out because like it is very, I'm surprised like they didn't faint because like all of them were like obviously like skeletal and they were fed like an apple like between them in the house and so like i'm surprised tyra is the first one to like quote unquote pass out and then they're freaking out and then she just like pops up and's like like, just screams at them so they're like what is going on before they even had a chance to really like process like what's going on she just was like nope like, it's gotcha. already over and she's like on to the like next lesson where they're like what what is it like what's happening oh my god i just love that moment so so much so so much so that's top model of course we missed a lot of iconic moments from next top model but she's given us so much we have to move on <laughs> she's given like what she has done for us what she has done for fashion and gift moments that will live on forever she'll, and she'll outlive comments. us all she, she will outlive she us should, all. like her right. her reputation will live on like Far after this planet is gone, which will be like in five years. But like, I hope when they find, you know, <laughs> when they find the remains. Yes, I hope Tyra's- what remains too. Like, <laughs> Ty- Tyra's gifts. <laughs> I hope that's in a time capsule. <laughs> so I'm going to run through some of her acting roles. If you have any thoughts, please let me know, and I will do the same. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about Coyote Ugly. I love that movie so so much. I could watch it over and over again. Uh, she was only in it a little bit. She has a couple of scenes, and then, of course, she comes in at the end as a lawyer. And I wish we got a spinoff. Where was it? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that they that her character went off to grad school way too soon. Right. But I love that even, like, gro- like growing up watching it, I always thought, like, Coyote Ugly was supposed to be, like, so risque. And you're like, oh, this is, like, such a sexy movie and, like, so, like, naughty and, oh, my God, being in this bar. And, like, looking back now, it's the tamest. Basically, she was... Like doing a lip sync battle, but against herself, like all Violet San- Violet San- Sanford or Stanford yes, San- Sanford Sanford, yeah. All Violet did was like finally get up the courage to lip sync to like a jukebox, <laughs> right? And then it was like that's what like brought all this crowd in in New York, like out of like all these like wild New York bars that n- straight men are just waiting right. in line for hours like, to get oh, I gotta in see it. to see a girl in a Charlotte Russe, you know, <laughs> bustier. Lip sync. Annabelle, I'm having a flashback as you're talking that I bought the unrated DVD. Excuse me? Was it in the back? It was in the back room of a blockbuster with like a black curtain, like adults only. Swear, I think I own the regular version and the unrated. Wait. And the director's (laughs) And I swear to God, the unrated version. Okay, they added in a scene like when she has, when Violet has sex with. Uh, what's his name? The ma- the lead guy who's really cute. Um, the store brand Australian Adrian Grenier right. that we've never <laughs> seen again. <laughs> he doesn't live on, but he. Okay, so there's like a sex scene, and this is. I feel like this is the only thing they added in the unrated, and so it's they like extended the sex scene. Do you remember when she like puts out all, up all those? She puts poster up all those boards? cardboard right. like cardboard celebrities that you could get at like Hot Topic right and, and seduces like, him yes, all these like giant life size of like <laughs> like Sylvester Stallone or something these, it was like, like weird right. characters like there's a Marilyn Monroe and then there's like you know uh, uh, Catherine like, Heigl in the scene of like a horror movie of like you know when like they go in and there's a bunch of like statues or right. stuff but, and you don't know where like the real person is but yeah she just goes in and there's like so, you know life size pictures so in the director's cut unrated version she's like you know in the theatrical version I hate that I know this <laughs> She, she, I love the, that you know in this. In the theatrical version, you know, she, she's seducing him and she's taking off her top or whatever. 
and in the director's unrated version, she's stripping, and they keep doing cuts to like her boobs, but it's a body double because she refused to get naked. Okay, but so it's like so weird. It's like why? What are we? The the unrated version is literally so we could see like the body doubles nudity, and it's like so obvious. And like he was, you see like him naked. But then when they cut to her, it's like these weird cuts because they can't show her face and body at the same time. <laughs> so it's just like cutting between like a stunt double's then, like boobs and then like zooming in on. And then I think they had to like get a song for that because they they didn't have a song to do the whole unrated version, you know. But then they didn't put any money into the unrated version <laughs> DVD, so it's just like this weird free music. <laughs> I was say, it's like the, gene- free. <laughs> the generic like tunes that come on like a keyboard. <laughs> It's like the weirdest. <laughs> you have to watch that. Just like, I'm going to send you, I need to find the, just the unrated scene of that sex scene. Even I can't believe that that is the, uh, <laughs> like, that's the unrated version where like when John Goodman comes in and he's so upset, like the, like, like most wild part of like the movie is supposed to be when they do like the special like water night or like wet right. t-shirt night. And that's when like, you know, they convince Tyra of like, come on. She's like, no, I said I would never, come on, I have class in the morning. <laughs> I'm a paying customer tonight. And then, like, the next scene is, like, her, like, putting, like, a <laughs> like a gallon of, like, water on herself. And right. not even, like, on a white t-shirt. It's, like, on a, another, like, blue tank top. I know. And they're, like, oh, it's, like, getting so, so crazy. It's, it's getting so crazy. Here. And, like, Mr., like, Mrs., you know, ex-Tom Brady, Bridget Moynihan, is, like, <laughs> you know, supposed to be, like, the really tough one. And so when they're, like, should we do it? Should we dump the water on, like, Violet? And, like, of course, that's hey, when do her- we serve water in this bar? Hell <laughs> oh, no. H2O. H2O. <laughs> Oh, iconic. And, like, her dad, John Goodman, is finally, like, coming in to support his daughter because she said she, like, works at a... Wrong time, John Goodman. (laughs) He picked the wrong night to come in. And he, like, comes in right as, like, they're dumping the water on her, and he gets so upset. And she's like, Dad, no! Like, she just, like, he... How she reacts is, like, if he walked in on her, like, performing in, like, a donkey show or something, he's, like, so disgusted. She's like two so girls, upset. one cup. Exactly. <laughs> like, he won't answer her phone calls. They, they cut to him in his, like, dirty apartment because she's not coming home to do his laundry or, like, clean, which is, like, really I sad. Know. Like The why men is, in this movie are very problematic. Yeah, and like, they why is your adult daughter women. coming and still, she's like, you probably have no like, clothes left. Do your own left. fucking laundry. I know. And so he won't The mom's answer. been gone for years. Like, learn to live. <laughs> Adjust. <laughs> Do something. I, you're mad at her? How, how is she still answering your phone calls? Like, I know. The men are so awful. They literally slut shame the women in that movie. The when, whole movie. When he comes in, he's like, guys are putting your picture up in their booths. And because he shows her, like, she's on the front page of the newspaper. You can't even buy that type of publicity. I'm like, what newspaper in New York is showing, like, the front page is a girl uh. lip syncing. On a bar. What a legendary movie. (laughs) And I'm like, if that's the most risque thing, like, people are clipping newspapers, straight men are clipping black and white newspaper pictures. I know, I know. Up in their booths. Like, leave her be, let her do her bar stuff. Like, be more sex positive, John Goodman. And I'm like, I love that movie, though. And the song Can't Fight the Moonlight, and what's the other one? Right right kind of wrong. (laughs) I bought that as a single. (laughs) That's the right, me too. And if. I really wish they had done a Coyote Ugly 2, but just but starring- I don't understand why they haven't done a Coyote Ugly 2. Like, the movie made money, and I feel like it's lived on. Like, people remember that movie, and it plays every fucking day on E's Movies We Love. I remember that I took um, a bartending class for, like, I mean, it was supposed to be, like, a course, which was, like, really hard because I don't drink, and I, like, could not, like, the only drinks I can make are, like, Red Bull and vodka, or, like, yeah. rum and coke. Right, a vodka like, soda. Yeah, anything that has, like, just the two. only ingredients in it. 
And so everyone's like going around. They're like, hey, why are you in bartending school? And they're like, well, my <laughs> license expired or I'm like opening up my own like cater or whatever. And they got to me and I'm like, I like the movie Coyote Ugly. <laughs> and everyone just like stared at me. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. That's why I'm here. I'm like, they make it look super fun. And I then know. like on the second day, they were like, I was so bad at it that I was taking the entire, like everyone had made like 10 drinks and I was still like measuring my one. And right. finally the guy was like, you know what? You're going to be in charge of like, you know, timing everyone. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, watch. Like <laughs> they like literally gave me the only, I did bartending school too and worked as a bartender. And the only thing I remember to do is that it's like four, a count to four for like a shot. And I'm you like, no I mean? wonder Tom Schwartz had a panic attack and left in right. his first shift. No, a hundred percent. Like I think bartending is really hard. <laughs> and then I'm like, how, did Jax, how can Jax Taylor do like, and you have to remember a lot. Like it does take a lot of memory. And of course you, once you memorize, you get it, whatever. I'm like, no wonder Jax only gives like people the same drink, no matter like what they 100%, order. A hundred percent. And it's so loud in there. Like you have to, I don't know. Yeah. I bartended for a while. I also did a play. I bartended at a place that was a drug front, but that's neither here nor there. When I first moved to LA. That is well, anywhere in LA, I feel like I know, it's a drug I was like, Oh my God. I would like go to the back room and I'd to look for my manager and he would just be like selling drugs. And I'd be like, what's going on? <laughs> Anyway, okay, so she was also in Fresh Prince. Do you remember that? Did you watch Fresh Prince? I That was like her first sort of role. I remember Fresh Prince, but I think that was like a little bit older for me. Or like Yeah, you're younger. You're younger than I am. Thank you so much. How dare you? How dare you? I remember it. She was cute in that. That was like her first act sort of acting role. And then her first big screen acting role, I think, was Love and Basketball, which was one of my all-time favorite movies. Do you like that movie? I've never seen it. Holy shit, Annabelle. It's like one of my... I've been trying to get someone to do a Love and Basketball pop dive forever. Like, whenever I'm emailing with people, I'm like, how about Love and Basketball? That's what you... Like, that's your first... I'm Danny. Have you seen Because I'm trying to... I, like, love it so, so much. And I can't... Everyone everyone I talk to, like, I haven't seen I'm like, what the fuck? It's so good. Sanaa Lathan and uh, Omar Epps, they have like the most Oh, I thought you were like Nathan chemistry. Lane. I'm like, what, what, no, I would I definitely seen it if Nathan Lane was in love with that. <laughs> no, but there is Alfre Woodard and she's fantastic. Okay. But Tyra Banks comes in at the end and she has like a tiny little role. She plays Quincy's girlfriend in the movie at the end. And her, she, her acting is like, it kind of distracts from the movie. <laughs> like, I love the movie so she much. Steals but she's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's one word for it. Yeah. She stole something and it's yeah it's it's rough the hearts but, of america but that movie is so good so if you ever want if you ever go if you go home and watch it and you love it then come back and do another <laughs> pop dive uh what else she was if also you don't in, block my number <laughs> no i will never block your number i love it and halloween resurrection she was in the the last film before they rebooted the franchise <laughs> so halloween i had no idea was, that she like you really looked like a deep cut annabelle i do my research here on everything iconic she was in, it was like, do you remember Jamie Lee Curtis did Halloween H2O and then Halloween Resurrection was like the next one and it was really bad, but Tyra Banks I don't care about it. any Halloween that Kyle Richards did not star right, in. Right. <laughs> oh, also on IMDb when I was looking at facts, it said um, Tyra's really good friends with, wait, let me read it. It said who she's really good friends with and, oh, uh, it says- Her mom. Tyra Banks in her trivia section, friends with Steve Hardy, Heidi Klum, Will Smith, Rebecca Romaine. Uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't even have any scenes with Tyra Banks in that movie. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis pops up as like an unexpected friend in like a lot of like, didn't she come on like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for like some charity? Right. Right. She came to like Kyle by Alien too. And I'm like, she was like the only like seventh person who's like still been in there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, I have a Jamie Lee Curtis run in story. So when I first moved to LA, a friend worked at a school that Jamie was on like the board of, I call her Jamie, like we're old friends, but she was on like the board of directors or something like that. And so I was at this charity event. I was my friend's date and I went to the restroom like while Jamie Lee Curtis was giving a speech 
And I was just, it was like really, I know, I don't know what I was thinking, but I had to go. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm like, go to the, I run to the restroom. And then as I'm like leaving the restroom, Jamie Lee Curtis is like running past me. And she says, gotta go. (laughs) And like, so she had like run off stage. And I, all I could think about in my head was her Activia commercials. It was like, (laughs) that was like all, I was just like laughing so hard for days and weeks. Like, cause like I literally saw her. Like, was she leaving the building or she's like, gotta go. And it was like the restroom. It was like, she ran, I was like leaving the restroom and she was like running into the restroom. Like literally. Like same bathroom? Like Like, as I last left, she was on stage. So she literally like had to go so bad that she like ran off stage. (laughs) Which again, I get. I ran away from the speech to go, but I was going. Number, it was a quick method. number one. Like she was really, cre- like really committed to the Activia. <laughs> I know. I think she. That was like at the beginning of her Activia sponsorship, and I feel like I really hope know, that Shivani really uses the you know chance that they have now of like Giovanni, everyone saying Giovanni and like get Jorinda Medley well they can. Honestly, like I hope they're doing it. You're right. You're right. So other acting roles. She was on Blackish. She was in Hannah Montana, the movie. She had a fight with uh, what's her name. Miley Cyrus. She was in Glee, Gossip Girl, Felicity. Do any of these stand out to you? Do you remember any of these acting performances? Was, I mean, because like I watched Glee like literally till the end. It was just like me and Ryan Murphy and and you. I know. (laughs) I watched every episode till the end. I went down with that show. Like I loved it. I was an extra on that show (gasps) and and I loved it. What episode? I loved Glee. I was like, an, I was an extra on like three episodes and one was like the Harlem shake. And I had to like wear like a hot dog costume. Um, I'm obsessed. And that was like RIP Corey Monteith, which is still like one of the celebrity deaths that like has hit me the most. Like I'm still affected by it. And the Glee Christmas album, all three of them are still like, that's like on repeat, sure. like from November. Throughout the year. <laughs> and I still like, I like get like teared up. Um, but like on one of them, we were, this was like when Mr. Shoe was like still there. And we were in like the auditorium, and I was like sitting like right behind him. I'm supposed to be like behind Mr. Shoe, like yeah, okay, by, behind Mr. Morrison. I want to be like, um, do you remember when you signed my playbill outside of Hairspray stage door? Mm, <laughs> I was okay. the one with the silver backup trophy. Did you say that? Um, no, I was like always too terrified to like say anything to them and like get kicked off as an extra. But like the director was like, okay, cut, cut. All right, you and like because it, it was supposed to be like a close up scene. I was so excited because it was like right next to his like head, and they're like, okay, you. You look too old to be in this scene. We need you to come. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Isn't extra work the worst? And I was just so mortified that I, because it was supposed to be like all high school kids. And they're like, you look like too the all student who has failed <laughs> the last 12 years. We need you to leave. Oh, my God. That's a dream. That's a dream. And so I was like so embarrassed. I was mortified. And like, Leah Michelle and, um, was it, um, uh, who's the one? Cor- that- um, Cord? Uh, Why did I say Cordover Street? Oh, no, Darren. Oh, Darren Chris. So it was like oh, okay. Lee Michelle, Darren Chris, and like Chris Colfer, like were right on the side because they were like, they like were supposed to like walk in. So I had to like, like sideways step like through the audience and like go like sideways step in front of them. And I was like, so like age shamed and mortified because like you could tell Leah Michelle was just looking at me like, oh. I've heard stories about Leah Michelle also. I was recently at the Kathy Griffin comedy show. And in front of me was Chris Colfer was like literally the seat in front of me. Like my knees were touching his seat and he was with. A uh, June Squibb, and why did that name sound so familiar? She was that she's like that old lady who she was in Glee. She remember she was like when he went to like the retirement home or whatever. Oh yeah, and they and did she's Peter like an amazing, Pan. Is right, that when they right. say? Oh, but one she's of the also worst, <laughs> one of the worst episodes when they did Lucky Star. I know they let him write that episode, but also she's like an amazing <laughs> award winning actress. <laughs> I don't know why that the only you know reference point I'm giving you is the episode of Glee. She did. I knew right away. <laughs> anyway, she was next to him, and then. Jane Lynch was down like a few things, a few chairs. And then that girl that with the glasses, Lauren Zyzes, am I saying from Glee? She was like, 
on Glee. She was. Was she the one where like she was she like was on two it. seasons for some right. reason they like made Puck seem fat bottom girls to her? Yeah, hundred percent. That's her. Okay, <laughs> and I was just like, this what? Hmm. I know. So anyway, they were all there, and I was like, oh my god, I'm in Glee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the way they heard another. No, I, one day I will tell. On the next episode that I trick you into doing on my podcast, I will tell you how I mortified myself in front of Leah Michelle, like because we have the same facialist and like I it was mortified. I like flashed Leah, like Leah Michelle. There's only three of us in the room. Like it was not like she is one of the worst moments of my life. I'm endlessly fascinated by her, and I'm devastated that the Wicked movie hasn't been cast with her yet. Like, it's every year that goes by, I'm, like, more and more nervous. I I don't know if I can ever contribute to Disney again, knowing that they produced the live-action Beauty and the Beast, which is one of my favorite movies and favorite, like, my favorite Broadway show. And the fact that you—and I love, you know, I love Emma. No, but she she couldn't sing for shit, her voice. when you have Leah Michelle right here— no, I don't for... understand why people don't like. I mean, I guess I sort of understand because she's played these characters that are really annoying. But she is so talented, and it's like, why are we giving a singing role to Emma Watson when, like, you're right, we have Leah Michelle right like, here. Like, love, it's love your. She can live for the rest of her life off Harry Potter research. Like, she's fine. She's she... fine. I know. Like, and a... everyone only sees her as like Hermione. Like, I feel like other people can see Leah Michelle as like other things. Right. Right. I don't understand the Leah Michelle hate. Justice for Leah Michelle. What is this pop dive about? Our new campaign. <laughs> what is this pop dive about? This is about Tyra. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, 
all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listing, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Like I said before, Tyra Banks has given us so much, so, so much, that we had to divide this pop dive into two parts. We will continue this journey next week on an all-new, everything iconic pop dive about Tyra Lynn Banks. Part two. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Please join the Everything Iconic Facebook group by searching Everything Iconic, uh, the Cynthia Swan Crisis Center for Pop Culture Lovers. (laughs) That's where you could find us. If you want to support this podcast, it'd be super helpful. And uh, if you do, you get access to all the bonus episodes. All you have to do is head on over to patreon.com slash Everything Iconic. That's patreon.com slash everything iconic. And for $4 or more per month, you not only help us make this podcast, but you also get access to all of our bonus episodes. We do about two or three Real Houses of New York recaps per month. And uh, again, you're just helping to support this show. So thank you so much to all of those of you that do. I love you so, so much. And we have fun over there, don't we? <laughs> we do. I like it. Anyway, uh, what else? I want to thank Samsung Technology for sponsoring the show. I want to ask everyone to head on over to iTunes. If you like this podcast, please go rate and review it. Only if you like it. <laughs> I know that's, I shouldn't make demands, but if you do like it, it'd be great. But anyway, I love you all so much for listening. We'll continue this Tyra Banks discussion next week. I can't wait. I love you all. This Thursday, another Real Housewives episode. Kisses. Bye. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. If you want to follow Annabelle DeSisto's show, it's called Adderall and Compliments. It is so funny. I've been on it before, and it's fantastic. So please go subscribe to her show, Adderall and Compliments, on iTunes. And she is Annabelle DeSisto, so please find her on social media as well. Love you all for listening. Thanks.
love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.